Park Avenue Baptist Church podcast listeners, you are going to start hearing us recording from the sanctuary again. We have, as a congregation, decided to come back together to worship in person with masks on and a COVID protocol that is our way of prioritizing the most vulnerable among us, those who cannot be vaccinated or who are not vaccinated. So enjoy listening. And again, you might hear us from our sanctuary in Atlanta, Georgia. Some of the recordings might actually end up um, sounding different in this setting, but we hope that you continue to listen, give us feedback, rate us on your different podcast listening apps and take good care. Be safe.
Uh, but we welcome you to this service this morning as we start our new sermon series. Our new sermon series called Extraordinary, uh, which will focus on several ideas which all of you all, including the brightness of light. The folks are we're thinking about digging into the meaning of the word extraordinary. And this morning, as I start us off, we're going to be talking about being extra, doing the most, okay? So it's going to be a exciting sermon series. Uh, we're going to talk about extraordinary ways of uh, producing more love, more compassion, more forgiveness. So it's, it's a exciting sermon series, and I'm glad you all are joining us this morning. Um, COVID protocol statement that I have to make, and this is just a message for those who are in person in the community, for people who have decided or need to maintain distance like our community online. Uh, we are, uh, we have committed to the fact that everyone will have masks on when they're in the building, and we're also going to be communicating whenever there's an outbreak in the building, not just amongst the community, but in the building as a whole, um, so that you can be aware of just what's going on and you can make a conscious decision on whether you want to come. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right, so let's let's get us started this morning. Um, let us come to worship, and we'll start off with our first worship song this morning. Good morning, Park Ave. Uh, no parking is crazy, so people trying to get in. Um, and I'm going to need your help. So, if I get you guys for this first song, we're trying to combat the uh, music in the park. Uh, I just need a, a steady beat, and we're going to do the song that we all know is called Joy. So, if you guys will clap for Christian Lee. You can get a nice tip on
never leave us nor forsake us. That in summer and winter and springtime and harvest, you are with us. We root ourselves in that truth. That you are always closer than our next breath.
come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you were a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here's what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well, then you should have bought my money up on the deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. For whoever has has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of The word of God for the people of God. <laughs> okay, so um, preparing for children's moment for this text, um, I had a strange moment where I thought to myself, this story is not an easy one. Jesus told this weird little story and didn't say, and this person is God, and these people are like, doesn't explain who's who in the story. So, I try to figure out how to tell the same story, keeping that strange ambiguity for younger people. So here's my version of the parable of the talents. It is now entitled The Parable of the Apples. <laughs> so there was a person who owned a bakery. They had an apple orchard out back. He had people who worked in the orchard all day long. They brought in the apples. And then they would turn them into delicious cakes and pies and all kinds of things that this person would sell. So, our dear bakery slash orchard owner is going on a week-long trip. And he's got some folks who work for him. He says, hey, I need y'all to do me a favor while I'm gone. Take care of my bakery. Take care of my apples. Here, you there, you may have five apples. Take care of them for me while I'm gone. Other friend, you may have two apples. Take care of these apples while I'm gone on my trip. Last friend, you get one apple. Take care of this apple while I'm gone. The bakery owner leaves, goes on his trip. He comes back and he says, okay, everybody, how did it go? Tell me how you did with my apples. The person who got five apples said, well, I took those five apples and I baked an apple pie. And I sold the apple pie and we made lots of money. And the owner said, that is exactly what I hoped you would do. You may have some of the money. Thank you so much. I'm very happy. To the person whom he had given two apples, he said, okay, okay, what you do with my apples? person said, I made some delicious applesauce. I sold it. We made lots of money. The owner said, oh, perfect. 
This is exactly what I hoped you would do. You may have some of the money. I am very happy. And then he came to the last person who had just gotten one apple. And he said, well, what did you do with my apple? Did you make me any money? And that person said, I know that sometimes you are not very nice. And you take things that don't belong to you. And so, uh, here's your apple back. And he did not make anything with the apple. And the master looked at him and said, Oh, this is not what I hoped you would do. You did not make me any money, and I am not very happy. I want you to leave the orchard, leave the bakery, and do not ever come back. The word of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs>
three messages. The first deals with the parable of the ten virgins. And if this was today, this would be like a game show. If any of you have ever seen Bachelors in Paradise, this would probably be called Bachelors in the Village or something like that. <laughs> but there are ten virgins, some who brought extra oil as they was waiting for their super. They were prepared for a long night. And some who, as the night went on, their lights went out due to the lack of preparation, which relates to us to always be prepared and ready for when God calls us. Keep watch is the message. And then this chapter ends with a message of separation between sheep and goat. The sheep, those who help the helpless, those who feed the hungry, clothe the naked, they will receive an inheritance in the kingdom, but the latter, the goat, shall not. So on one end of this chapter, we wait, we prepare, we keep watch. And then on the other end, we reap our reward, our just due. But in the middle of these two passages, there is a parable that speaks to the world speaks to the extraordinary, to be doing the most, to be doing and producing, not in a capitalistic way, not in a nine to five, working for the man night and day, not like that, <laughs> but in a way that shows good stewardship, that allows the gift that we have been given uh, to, to work in a way where it's pleasing to God. So Jesus tells this story. And as many a times that he does, he tries to relay a message through a parable, a message to be extra. So let's read this again. Let's read it again. I'm not going to do the Apple version. I'm going to put that in print on one. Seriously. But let's read it again and follow along with me. And after that, we're going to have some observations um, to look at and what the scripture is telling us this morning. Starting at verse 14, it tells us again. It would be like a man going on a journey who calls his servant and entrusts his wealth to them. To one he gave five bags, to another two bags, to another one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on a journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money's work and gained five bags. So also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who had received one bag went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of the servant returned and settled his accounts with him. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other, brought another five. The master said, "You entrusted me with five bags. See, I have gained five more." The master replied, "Well done." Good and faithful servant, you have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Yeah. Then the man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. The master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of a many things. Come and share your master's Happiness, yeah. <laughs> then the man who received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I know that you are a hard man, 
harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seeds. So I was afraid and I went out and I hid your gold in the ground. I returned, but I received back. He said, I see what you have belongs to you. And that's what God, you wicked, wicked and lazy servant. So you know I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seeds. Well then, you should have put my money to deposit with the bankers so that when I return, I will receive it back with interest. So take the bag of gold for him and give it to the one who has ten bags. Whoever has been given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have been taken, even that will be taken from them. And then he says at the end, which is uh, worthless serving, throw them outside into the darkness, where they'll be weeping and gashing, bunching up teeth. Yeah, I don't like this scripture. <laughs> we're going to bring life to it this morning. There are several observations that we can make when reading this passage. They are important to note because when looking at our abilities and our calling, these observations will allow us to see the calling to be extra, to be extraordinary. So follow along with me this morning. The first observation that we can see is that it's important to take note that all of the bags were filled according to the service ability. All of the bags were filled according to the service ability. In other words, the bag were filled up to the capacity that they could handle. That in receiving it, they should have been successful in handling the gift. They should have been successful in managing the gift, developing the gift, and multiplying the gift. It's like winning a lottery ticket and you keep your money all the way through. You, you seen the show for the lottery winners go broken in you? Uh-huh. This, this, is, this is it. it they, they receive too much too fast. But in this case, we can appreciate the fact that if the bags were filled with gold, the value of what the master had delegated to the stores would have been of much value, but not enough to where it would overwhelm their ability to handle it, to care for it, to use it to bless others. Turn to your neighbor, tell them, he gave them just enough. God gave them just enough to what they could handle, enough so they could use it in a mighty way so that they could be extraordinary in their use of it. So these three individuals went from Servants to students. From letters to owners, from the one taking direction. And the Greek word here is bond slave, meaning that they were bound to do what the master says. They went from a bond slave to a foreman, to someone who had power and authority. The first servant received five bags of gold, while the second servant received two bags, and the third received one. Each had been given a win lottery ticket with the responsibility to manage it and expand. Two did, one did. Second observation is that each servant should have known the personality and character of the giver. He expected them to know well enough to accept the responsibility associated with the gift and what came. So this is telling us this morning that if we are going to be Christ followers, we have to 
respect and responsibility that comes with that title. That comes with the gift we have been given, this way of life of knowing and following Christ. So with that, Christ is telling us in this parable, in following his steps to be extra, we have to be doing the most to roll with Christ. The fact of the matter is, those who manage their gifts well from God are often the ones being extra. Often the ones doing the most, taking the extra step, going a little further, walking the extra mile. The first and second servant in their pursuit to please the gift giver, who had been given five or two baths, had doubled their charge. Each of them made 100% profit. Now I work in banking, I work in finance, that's a good investment. 100% Profit. I wish. <laughs> That's doing the most. That's being extra, right? The fact of the matter is, the profitable stewards were praised. They were given increased responsibility, trusted over a few things, now many. But on the other side, the one servant that was given one bag, and we, and I know I sometimes in life we feel like we was given one bag. So when we read this scripture, a lot of us, we, we, we look at the person with one bag and we say we can relate, right? That's why I don't like this scripture. I feel like sometimes I'm the one bag guy. But I digress, let's go. That's what I was saying. <laughs> one servant, the one given one bag, their lot to manage, to produce, to expand, to, to Gain interest. He gained nothing. They gained nothing. So the question that we have to look at and, and dig behind the veil is ask the reason why. And it's, it's not hard to see. Why did the servant not gain anything? It's an easy word. It was because of fear. The servant who didn't was given one bag, dig the hole, put it in the ground to bury it, gaining nothing for the gift giver. Gift giver. For his master. Fear and mistrust of the master was the motivation of the third servant. He buried money in the earth and returned the original amount without paying any interest. Untrusted, fearful, he was rebuked, rejected, and punished. Yeah, I don't like this scripture. But the question is this morning, because there's always a question. And we have to ask ourselves this in life, even when reading something like this. And we always have to ask ourselves, who are we in the story? Who will we be going forward? Will we be the ones who are afraid to take a chance for God? Will we take what we have and bury it in the ground to produce nothing? Will we sit idly by as life passes us by? Will we choose fear over our destiny, over our purpose over our calling. Will we do the bare minimum just to get by, to not shake the bushes, as they say? Or from this day forward, will we choose to be extraordinary? To be extra, to be doing the most, to be doing too much, not a nine-to-five, not working for the man, to, but to turn our bag into bags to give away. To have big things popping and 
Praise our worship team. I thank God for praise this morning. Thank you all for setting the tone for us to the spirit in this morning. Let us stand by our benediction. Now going to a world that is too often unjust, where from this day forward, fear will no longer guide our decisions. Go into a world knowing that the bags that you have received, the gift that you have received from God is enough. Go, love boldly, live inclusively, serve creatively. Amen. listening to the Park Avenue Baptist Church podcast. If you'd like to worship with us in person, our services are Sunday mornings at 10 a.m.-ish. We are at 486 Park Ave in Southeast Atlanta, across the street from Grant Park at the corner of Park Ave and Sydney Street. To find out more about us or get in touch, visit our website at parkavebaptist.com. Now go into the world that is too often unjust. Knowing that the God who created you loves you and empowers you. To love boldly. Live inclusively. And to serve creatively. Amen. Amen.